Welcome to the Restoring the Day podcast. I'm your host, Susan Shannon. I help entrepreneurs and small business owners grow and expand their businesses without the burnout and the overwhelm that so many of us experience on a daily basis. This podcast blends soul and strategy to help equip you, the modern entrepreneur, with the inspiration, clarity, and tools you need to fuel steady, grounded growth in your business and in your personal life as well. So you can continue having an impact in your community and in our world beyond what you can even imagine. Welcome back to the Restoring the Day show. I'm your host, Susan Shannon, and I'm going to unpack five ways you can build on your confidence as an entrepreneur this week, your confidence in yourself, your confidence in your business, and what you can do to help people. And especially, maybe you're listening to this as you're getting ready for your week, for your day, maybe you're feeling a little shaky on your feet right now, then that's exactly why I created this episode. So I want to keep it brief, keep it highly actionable, and I'm excited to hear what your guys' takeaways are. As always, when you take something from this episode that resonates, um, a little nugget that you're going to carry with you through your week, something that's really helped to motivate you or keep you centered, I would love to hear about it. So be sure after listening to this episode that you screenshot your podcast player and share it to your Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag me at Susan underscore restoring the day. I would love to see how this episode impacted you and rub shoulders with you over there. Okay, so let's unpack these five ways to build on your confidence as an entrepreneur. And these are things that are practical, and some of them are practices that take time, but you can begin them right now, right? They don't cost anything to begin them now, right? So number one, do you love your offer? This is a great question to ask. So number one is really asking yourself a question. Make sure that you love your offer. It sounds crazy simple, right? But is your offer something that you naturally get fired up about? Something that you want to make sure everybody who could benefit from what you have to offer knows about it. Some of you might be thinking, but Susan, I am fired up about it. I just have no idea where to start telling more people about it and all the things, right? And if this is you, then stay tuned to this podcast because there's another episode coming up in which I share out-of-the-box creative ways to make sure more people are hearing about your business every single week this upcoming year. But for today, stop getting caught up so much in the how, maybe, if that's you, And simply sit with your offer, ask some questions around it. Do you love it? Are you feeling kind of shaky about it? Or are you feeling aligned with it? I love to ask myself this question, would I do this for free every single day if I could? And if the answer is that absolutely yes, then I likely do, I naturally have a lot of confidence in that offer, right? If the answer is no, And then what is an offer that you can absolutely 100% naturally get fired up about or feel so at ease in being able to offer? Because when we have this kind of relationship with our offer, the hardest roadblock is already lifted. It's hard to sell something that we wouldn't buy ourselves. But if you know it works, if you believe in it 100% and you have results from others to back it up, 
then simply double checking that you personally feel aligned with it and feel excited about your offer is a great place to start, especially if you are feeling your confidence in your business feeling a bit shaky lately. Ask yourself, does this offer feel like me? Does it align with my values and skills? Does it meet an incumbent need in my audience right now? These are great questions to ask. And then after asking those questions, I'd say as an exercise, if you're still struggling, feeling confident in yourself, write down all the ways your offer has massively helped someone in the past or or present. If it's already helped them, spend some time going back and reading their reviews. If it's, if maybe you're just getting started and you don't have any reviews yet or much experience, write down all the ways that you know for sure it will be able to help them. Don't have many reviews, but you do have experience working with people with this offer, then take time to send out some emails and make some DMs today because it's time to ask your best clients and customers to send in some of those testimonials. And this can be a great reinvigoration once you've assured yourself, yes, this is an offer I'm 100% aligned with, then spend some time seeing the results that it's being, that it's having in other people's lives too. So whether it's reading those testimonials, go find some more, (laughs) ask for some more, um, or write down all the ways that you know for sure it is going to be able to help someone and use that as fuel, right? Use that to build your confidence in your offer today. Okay, number two, be willing to learn new ways of doing things and learn them. One of my new favorite quotes is by Mike Cannon Brooks, and he said, the most successful people I know don't question themselves, but they do heavily question their ideas and their knowledge. Continually stretch yourself and continue learning. Read books, listen to other great entrepreneurs. Ask yourself, is this the best way that I could be doing this or operating this or creating this? Are my clients getting good results? Yes or no? If so, great. How can it be even better? If not, okay, how can I make some adjustments? Consistently remember that you you and I don't know it all and be willing to invest your time and energy in learning better and the best ways to do your job and fulfill your offer. Bottom line, this reminds me personally that the best practice in feeling confident about my business is to remain humble. Isn't that kind of like a cool dichotomy? The best way to continually remember that I can feel confident in what I have to offer is checking in with my humility. Am I consistently asking questions about how it can be better, best, serve better, all the things, right? But then number three, piggybacks off of a similar concept um, with this quote, but two, yeah, okay, three <laughs> is practice quicker decision making. And this one is a continual work in progress for me. I used to agonize for weeks and months over major decisions, even small decisions actually, in my business and in my personal life. And in some ways, it served me well because even though I'm definitely a person that loves to take risks, they're always quite calculated. <laughs> But this also has led me to enormous amounts of time wasted, second-guessing myself. And so it's the other part of that quote by Mike Cannon Brooks as well that I love, which is that successful people don't question themselves, but they do heavily question what they know and what they're doing. And that's where number two came in, to be willing to learn new and better ways of doing things. 
But the fact that we don't need to call ourselves into question, this is so powerful to me. And this makes so much sense because as entrepreneurs, as personal brands, we can tend to take in everything so personally. At least I can. If something's not going well in my business, I can tend to make that mean something about me. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. or I'm not cut out for this whole entrepreneurship thing after all, right? And in reality, I am. You are. We are. We have what it takes. And the anxiety we feel is simply us projecting ourselves and an image of ourselves into the future without the resources that we already have. If you recognize that quote, yes, that is from the podcast episode with Adam Kadu. So if you haven't listened to that interview, he talks all about making empowered decisions um, confidently. And that episode is absolutely amazing. But he talks about how overthinking and the anxiety around decision making can in that moment, we're projecting a vision of ourselves into the future, but we're without resources, right? We don't have our sense of humor. We don't have the skills. We don't have the all the emotional tools that we actually do have in reality. In our minds, we're projecting ourselves forward without those things, which causes this anxious reaction, right? Like, oh no, we're out there alone and all these terrible things are going to happen if I make this decision, And none of that is actually true or accurate. So again, go back and listen to that interview with Adam Kadu if you have not already listened to that. It is so good. If you have listened to it, I've listened to it again more than once. So it's absolutely excellent. I grab something new every single time. But yeah, in reality, in reality, being able to practice quicker decision making begins with starting small, practicing with the small things, right? So for example, making small decisions in your business or throughout your day. So maybe don't um, allow yourself to spend an entire 20 minutes just figuring out what you're going to wear in the morning. Be efficient about it. Lay your clothes out the night before, or maybe you're like me and you, you can spend a whole entire afternoon letting the question, just what's for dinner, run on a motor in the back of your brain, even if I'm not actively thinking about it, that little motor is running and I know I haven't figured it out yet. So it's kind of subconsciously stressing me out, right? (laughs) But when I've planned my week out, at least a few days or even a few meals in advance, that brain space that that holds that undecided decision that that would take up, it's free to think of other things, free to think about more important things, to process other things. So start small and work your way to larger decisions. When you're spending weeks wondering what if you should invest in your next course or coach, right? This feels like an astronomically large decision. Lay out your intentions, maybe get things out on paper, journal it out. If you know in your intuition that it's the right move, trust that it's going to work out for you. But I can't stress this enough how even just the difference that I've noticed in practicing small I just practice challenging myself to make decisions more quickly. Or somebody asked me, where do you want to go out tonight for dinner? Rather than throwing it back like, "Mm, I don't know, where do you want to go? Which I know you guys are listening to me and you're like, oh man, I've done that. Practice, practice responding with, I like this place and this place. Hmm, let's go to this one. What do you think about that? They can always, you know, a counter offer, right? But practice quick decision-makings in the small things, and you'll find that that gives you so much more confidence in your business every single day. 
to make all the decisions that you need to that are coming up. Because as entrepreneurs, you guys know this, I know this, we make more decisions than we realize in a single day in our personal life alone, let alone our businesses. When we pile the business stuff onto that, we are making decision after decision after decision, sometimes small, sometimes large, which tasks to do next, how long to do it, right? When you're your own boss, you got the decisions that come along with that. So making quicker decision-making can help you feel so much more confident, so much more confident in yourself as a business owner. So practice small, practice this week, just in the little things. Notice where you tend to push off decision-making or take a really long time deciding small things and challenge yourself to make them quickly and definitively. I love this practice. This practice has helped me so much. Okay, number four, challenge yourself. Don't just stay safe. Learn something new, master a new skill, play mind puzzles even. Read a book that feels like it's way over your head and lean into how challenging yourself to just read it, even without the pressure of fully understanding everything you're reading at first, how this strengthens your confidence and simultaneously helps maybe dissolve fears that you may have even had around not being smart enough to understand it or not being good at understanding certain things. I used to think that because, you know, everyone told me I was a right-brained creative and I was so good there that I'd always struggle and not be smart enough at math or coding or tech or all these things, right? I'd never be an engineer. (laughs) And that might be true. But the more I challenge myself by simply exposing myself to these things, I find that not only do I learn to love them, but I find that I'm so much smarter than I realize, And this is a huge confidence booster for me. So one of um, my favorite examples of this in my own life is um, I started out so much of my career, I have been a freelance web designer, and I've built so many beautiful websites without knowing a single line of code, because thankfully, it's possible, right? But I also had this bullcrap story in the back of my head that I wasn't smart enough to learn code. So I shouldn't even try. And that was fine because I skirted by with what I could do just fine. My my art, artistic and design eye was more than what I needed. It's been more than what I've needed. But I knew that I could learn to code because I know myself. I know that I'm smart, resourceful, and I trust myself that I can figure these things out if I take it piece by piece by piece and learn step by step by step and practice, practice, practice. So one of my favorite things is to take a couple free spare um, days a month or evenings per week and spend a few minutes on this free coding app, just learning a few lines of code, how to do this and how to do this and understanding the fundamentals. Something that I previously thought I'm not smart enough to learn how to do that is absolutely ridiculous. So challenge yourself. Don't just stay safe and pay attention to if there's any stories you're telling yourself in your subconscious about things you can't do or etc. Anytime a word pops into your self-talk like that with an apostrophe, like can't, shouldn't, won't, or any of those, those apostrophe words, man, ask yourself questions around those because a lot of times those can come up as limitations that we're putting on ourselves. That, when I learned that, that completely blew my mind. And I started, it was like my mind, 
my subconscious lit up like a Christmas tree. (laughs) And it was like, whoa, all these places in my life where I'm telling myself, oh, I can't do this because of, I shouldn't do that because then this person will think this or, oh, I won't do that because that would really rock the boat or whatever. So notice if you're telling yourself stories that do include that word with an apostrophe in it and really ask yourself questions around that, that. And that can begin to show you where you might be able to start to think outside the box. Challenge yourself, push yourself beyond comfort zones and find a newfound confidence in those areas in your life. Mind blown, right? Okay, number five, move your body. Okay, simple and especially after the first four, (laughs) but this one is so important, you guys. When you are moving your body, your energy, your hormones, you're in flow, your cells are in motion, and your vibrational frequency is naturally elevated. And let me share why I've included this one in this list of five. Because I tend to be a perfectionist and an all or nothing kind of girl. And I went from never knowing how to run one day to deciding, hey, you know what? I want to be a runner, so I'm going to be. And from that day forward, I didn't quit until I was able to say I'd run multiple half marathons at least, which now I have. Granted, if you're listening to this, no, I have still not run a full marathon and I would love to someday, but someday is the key word there. (laughs) We'll, We'll factor that in in the right time. But then, see, I would get into these bursts and then I would lose motivation. And I'd tell myself this story that I couldn't get out there. And if I couldn't consistently commit to daily runs that were this mileage, that I was just fine not doing it, that I might as well not even try. Well, then that leads to me going in through these spells where I just wouldn't work out or I'd feel like I wasn't able to keep it up or at least keep it up consistently. And that just brings a low vibration and a low energy level into everything else I do too, everything. It brings a lower energy level into how I show up in relationships and parenting and my work and my business and my personal life and my friendships all the things. So I have to challenge myself, just walk the dog a half mile today, especially if I'm finding, if you're finding yourself in this place where maybe it's quarantine and you're like, maybe you're somebody who in quarantine for COVID in 2020, you were like, you just got super, super into your workouts and you nailed it, right? And maybe you're like me and a lot of other people who found yourself doing a lot less, your gym membership, you don't have it anymore, you know, all these things, you don't maybe typically not able to go to CrossFit, whatever that looks like for you, okay? So for me, and this is me, I don't, you, you can have a different story, but for me, I just have to plan to walk the dog for a half mile today, all right? Come on, let's go, <laughs> or just... Pick the workout on the workout app that's 10 minutes of stretching. Like, forget 10 minutes of hit if I'm in that mood, right? Let's just get 10 minutes of stretching in. Come on, you can do it. And then, of course, and you know if you're listening to this and you can resonate with this, that naturally, once you get going, you get lit up, right? I know I do, and I I just keep going. But I think we all know that movement is a key to confidence, right? We know that we feel so much better about ourselves, about our life, about our daily routines when we are moving our bodies. But I think we forget to take it seriously and we joke about its importance and somehow to make ourselves feel better for maybe not doing it. And I'll be the first to admit, it's not a perfect practice for me either, but it can be one day at a time. 
10 minutes, five minutes, even if it's five to 10 minutes per day this week, walk around the block before you sit down to work on your business or do 10 minutes of yoga flow or anything like that, anything you guys. And take note of how your energy posture and confidence shifts around your business when you start with that. Okay, so there are so much more, there's so much more that we could talk about on this amazing topic of confidence and we could go on and on about it. We didn't even touch on the overarching theme of self-love bolstering your confidence, but all of these practices support that overwhelm or overall theme, right? All of them. So I want to make sure that today's episode was highly actionable, relatable. You guys could walk away with tangible things to do today, tomorrow, the rest of this week. So again, let me know, screenshot your podcast player and share it to your Instagram stories. If this episode helped you get fired up today, don't forget to tag me at Susan underscore restoring the day. And I cannot wait to see what you do with your week, people. I am cheering you on a hundred percent of the way. Also take a quick second after listening to this episode and write a five-star review. And if you screenshot that and send that uh, photo of your review to me on Instagram, send it to my DMs, uh, my private DMs, you are entered to win a giveaway up to a $100 value prize that I will be drawing the lucky winner for on December 15th of this year, 2020. So definitely get in on that drawing and thank you so much in advance for your five-star review. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you next episode.